Good morning. So good to see everybody this morning. I love having all these people here, especially our visitors. Stand and let's sing together our call to worship. Come, now is the time to worship. Welcome to Memorial. We're glad to see everybody this morning, and we're glad to have you worshiping with us. Um, the way this service is set up is it's very casual, and we have a good time, and praise the Lord in the process. All of our words are on the screen for the songs, and so anytime you see words, just feel free to sing along. Um, we do have a children's sermon that will come up after this next song where our children will sing across, sit across the front and listen to a story. And then um, children are free to go to the nursery or stay in the service. We welcome all children. Let's sing together. Sing a song. Bye-bye. 
Lord, for you I want to live my life. Glorified song of your faithfulness, song of your grace, and of your loving kindness to the glory of your name. With everything that's in you, Lord, listen to me say, I want to sing a song for you, I want to sing a song, and I sing about your mercy. And I sing about your love, your goodness, Lord, your righteousness. I want to sing a song of your faithfulness, a song of your grace, and of your love and kindness, to the glory of your name. With everything that's in me, Lord, listen to me say, I want to sing a song for you, I want to sing a song. We'll sing holy, holy, holy. We'll sing holy, holy, holy. And we'll shout holy, holy. Are you Lord Almighty? A song of your faithfulness, a song of your grace, of your love and kindness, to the glory of your name. Everything that's in me, Lord, listen to me say, I want to sing a song for you, I want to sing a song. We'll sing holy, 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 we'll sing holy, 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 lift your voices up, holy, holy, are you, Lord? dusty folder of archives and um we only have one copy so we're all gonna huddle around this stand here you guys look on the screen we didn't make a copy we forgot that's okay we'll just sing close this morning y'all want mine the date on this one september 24 2004 so it's been a while sing with us as the deer
everybody. It's a big turnout this morning, and there's some donuts left over back there, I think. I hope, save me one, please. Uh, we invite the children to come forward and uh, invite the rest of you to turn and greet your neighbors. everybody how are you everybody doing good we got to wait on everybody to be quiet look how many people are still standing up okay I brought something with me this morning because I know sometimes I'm I get scared in the dark do y'all ever get scared in the dark no I'm the only one well sometimes not anymore. Well, sometimes I still get scared in the dark. So somebody gave me this. And what is it? A flashlight. A flashlight. Okay. So let's see how it works. Uh-oh. Can you get it to come on? You're supposed to turn the top and it should come on. Uh-oh. It's not coming on. Let's see. Now try it again. It wouldn't come on the first time, so we put batteries in it. Turn it really hard. Let me try. There we go. Now it works. How did that happen? Let's look at those batteries again. Right. These batteries say Jesus Christ. So when I put these batteries in the flashlight, it worked. And our lives are kind of like that flashlight. If we pretend that we're the flashlight and we don't have Jesus Christ in our hearts, we don't work. We're not the same. We don't have a light that shines that other people can see. But just like this flashlight, if we put Jesus Christ in our heart, just like we put these batteries in the flashlight, then we work and we shine to other people. How can we show people that we have Jesus in our hearts? What can we do? That's it's in our chest, yeah. And how do we show people that Jesus is in our chest? Do we? Can we share our toys? How? I can fill my heart. Yeah, you can fill your heartbeat. Share your toys. Yeah, we can share our toys. What else can we do to show that we have Jesus in us? You can share toys, and we can come to church and learn more about Jesus, right? So this week, yeah, 
Okay. Um, well, this week, let's try to let people know that we have Jesus in our hearts by sharing our toys and by being nice to other people and by showing that we have God's love with us, we can share it with other people, right? And then we can come back next week and learn more about how to share Jesus's love, right? Okay, let's have a quick prayer. Repeat after me, okay? Dear God, help us to remember to show others we have you in our hearts. Amen. I guess if we believe that God goes with us everywhere, it's just perfect theology that he goes with us to the potty. That's what I heard. I, <clears throat> that's a theology according to a two-year-old. That's wonderful. It's good to see everybody here today. Glad that you could be here with us. Um, hope that you'll be back very often. Also hope that you'll stay around today to, to enjoy some other activities like Sunday school for all ages at 10. And then our traditional service in our sanctuary at 11 o'clock. So we, um, we invite you to, to stay around for as much of that as you can. Get to know some of these fine people here at Memorial and let us get to know you. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to share any prayer concerns that you might have. If you have a concern that you would uh, want to share with all of us and let me read it out loud, I invite you to raise your hand so that we can get you an index card. And um, then you just write something on that card, and we'll collect them in a few, a few minutes. The youth today are eating out. Their program for tonight is to um, go to the Pizza Inn uh, down here on uh, Wade Hampton. The junior highs go at 5.30, and the senior highs show up at 6.30. Andy, is that right? Is that right? Okey-doke, so reminder, a reminder to our youth of that. Um, we had a wonderful barbecue event yesterday, um, and there is some leftover barbecue to be sold at a premium today. I am told that, um, how many pounds done? Bags of three-pound bags. Am I hearing right? For $10. Okay. I get my numbers. Um, so anyway, cheaper than gas. That's right. <clears throat> Which you'll also get, but never mind. That's, uh, <clears throat> that's available back here from members of that Sunday school class. You can keep it in the refrigerator until time to go home today. And it was, no, it was delicious. It was delicious. Uh, back in the back as you leave today will be your quarterly statements uh, regarding contributions made to date. Uh, Anne, uh, will, Anne Hammond will be back there at the door as you leave. And a lot of you all, she doesn't know your name and face together yet. So you probably have an envelope back there if you've given anything during the time that you've been coming to these services. And you're welcome to pick up your quarterly statement just to see how you're doing where you are so that'll be at this back exit here any other announcements we need to share what am I leaving out 
Huh? Tuesday night, is that the biggie? What time is that one? 9.30, we have two men's softball teams, and they play each other on Tuesday night at 9.30 out at Fair, Fairview Field. Um, that ought to be an exciting evening, and there should probably be uh, blood and gore. So hope you can come to that. Any other announcements? Well, if you raise your card in the air or your hand, our ushers can pick those up. Ushers, I forgot to say this last week, too. We need to make sure we pass the attendance registration pad today. Well, let us join our hearts together in prayer. We give you thanks, God, for the joy that we have in coming together. We thank you that it really is a privilege for us to be together as friends in your house, that it's an absolute blessing to us to sing praises to you, and that it is an absolute joy to share donuts and coffee or juice and fellowship with each other and a warm embrace, that wonderful connection that we feel to one another because of your connection with all of us here, and we do give you thanks for this. We have special concerns on our hearts always, Lord. And we're so thankful that we have the the gift of prayer through which we may communicate with you and share our concerns, knowing that what concerns us concerns you. And so we offer these prayers today. We pray for Rochelle's grandmother, Nella, for her upcoming surgery We pray for troops in harm's way, their families and loved ones. We pray your blessings on John and Betty Kay. We pray for Martha Gibson and Pat Pat Gibson for healing. We pray for the Gordon family and for Paul Gordon who has terminal cancer. We pray for a baby in NICU with a collapsed lung and for a friend having a baby today in Tennessee. We pray for a friend to find Christ. We pray for Pam Wagner in her cancer fight, for Deanne's niece, Caitlin, and Aunt Dolly, for parents that are struggling with their children's behavior, and for college students as they prepare for exams. We pray for area sports team, especially the Riverside Girls Lacrosse team. We pray for the Gowan family and the loss of a daughter, for Cheryl Dobson recovering from back surgery. We pray, Lord, for two friends at work, one fighting lung cancer and one possibly having brain cancer. Lord, these are our prayers. You have told us that as we pray in your name, you hear our prayers and answer our prayers. We thank you, Lord, for that fact, and we rejoice in knowing you're at work in the lives of people that we pray for. We pray in the name of Jesus, as he taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I mentioned last week a friend of mine who was uh, on trial in Russia. Our prayers are still going up and being offered because it's not yet resolved. He was sentenced to three years in a Russian prison. But uh, we feel like God's going to have the last word on even that. So continue praying for that. It is wonderful to have Don back with us today. If you've been part of this church for a long time, you know that Don chaired the committee that put together this contemporary service. And uh, he left his brand in a big way on this wonderful service that we're continuing to enjoy. And uh, we'll always be grateful for his good leadership. And I'm glad to welcome him back into this pulpit. Well, good morning. And welcome, not just to Memorial's Family Life Center, but welcome to the 50-day period between Easter and the Pentecost on the Christian calendar. This coming Thursday is Ascension Thursday, a date 40 days after Easter, a celebration of Jesus ascending into heaven. The Pentecost will be 10 days after, and that's the day that God sent the Holy Spirit to Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit gave the disciples the power and the understanding that they needed to go out and spread the gospel. And these 50 days, while we don't celebrate them much in the Methodist church, these 50 days are viewed as part of Easter and are viewed on the Christian calendar as one big Sunday. I want you to listen to the story of the first 50 days between Easter and the Pentecost from Luke 24. Then Jesus said, when I was with you before, I told you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said, yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations, beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. You are witnesses to all these things, and now I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. After this, Jesus ascended into heaven to sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. On the day of Pentecost, which was a big Jewish feast, there are lots of people in town. Here's what happened then in Acts 2, in the formation of the church. 
On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place, and suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running, and they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. They were completely amazed. How can this be? they exclaimed. These people are all from Galilee, and yet we hear them speaking in our own native languages. Here we are from Mesopotamia, Judea, Asia, Egypt, Libya, Rome, and Arabia, and we all hear these people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things God has done. They stood there amazed and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other. And here we are today, most of us, asking the question, what does this mean? Every once in a while, you get flashes of understanding. Maybe like it happened to the disciples there in Jerusalem. We have times when the gospel comes alive, and it just seems so simple. I've recently had such an experience, and I'd like to share it with you. And I also want to share some gifts to celebrate Ascension Week. Gifts that you can use. So let's start with gift number one. I want to unwrap a gift that God gave to you, the gift of memory. Do you have troubles remembering names, but you can remember a face? Today, I'm going to share three rules with you and one question, and your challenge, this is a memory challenge, your challenge is to remember these three rules and one question until at least next Sunday. And we're going to do that trying to use the gift of memory that God gave us, and all it takes is a little imagination. So I'm going to ask you to exercise your imagination. Let's start now. I want you to think of a room in your house where you spend a lot of time. Think of that room. I want you to picture that in your mind, and now I want you to picture in your mind four major items that are in that room. And I want you to number them, items one through four, in that room. We'll come back to those later. I want you to silently review your four items in the room right now. By number. The three rules that I want to share with you come from the writings of John Wesley. You're here in a Methodist church. You wouldn't be here in a Methodist church if it wasn't for John Wesley. Pretty cool guy. These writings from him come from a book that I got on Valentine's Day from a group of people. That, this little book they gave me is called Three Simple Rules, A Wesleyan Way of Life. Little book. It was given to me during Lent when I was deep into self-assessment. And while it's a little book, it had a really big impact on me. 
Before I share rule number one with you, let's test your memory. If you can name the four items in the room you chose in the order you chose them, raise your hand. Almost everybody. Some have, some have already fallen. Got to pay attention in this sermon. Um, okay. Rule number one of the three simple rules is do no harm. John Wesley's first rule of the three simple rules, do no harm to yourself, to others, or to the earth. I realized during Lent that I was doing harm to myself physically, eating bad foods and not being physically active. And I inserted physical activity into every day, if only for 20 minutes. I realized during Lent that my routine filled my mind with bad things first thing in the morning, through the newspaper and TV. I started seeking enriching things to read and watch in the morning, and I left the newspaper folded. I bought audio CDs that I could learn from while I was driving, and I left my Bible open on the kitchen table so I could read it while I ate my cereal. I sometimes read psalms out loud to myself and the dog. I realized during Lent that I was doing harm to others. Those who know me know that I can be both blunt and sarcastic, neither of which are good. I learned that I could do no harm silent and that anything negative or critical had a higher probability of doing harm. And I learned that being judgmental of others led to thoughts and words that could do harm. I want you to let the lamb in the picture represent rule number one. Lambs do no harm. Remember item number one in your room. I want you to put and store the lamb on item number one. So just place that lamb on item number one in your room. And hold up your hand if you can still remember items two, three, and four. Very good. Now you're ready for rule number two. Rule number two is do good. That's it. Do good. Engage in random acts of kindness. Let somebody pull out in front of you. Visit or call someone you know would appreciate it. Dedicate your life to some noble cause. Do something that will conserve resources. Forgive somebody who needs it. Give generously. Someone that everyone thinks of as doing good is Mother Teresa. I want you to associate Mother Teresa with rule number two of doing good. And I want you to put Mother Teresa on item number two in your room. If you can remember item number one and rule number one, and you can remember item number two and rule number two, and then you can also remember what items number three and four are in your room, raise your hand. So you're still with us. God gave you that memory. The last rule is rule number three, stay in love with God. 
Three simple rules from John Wesley. Engage in public worship. Explore the word of God. Don't just take, but experience communion. Engage in family and private prayer. And keep your heart open. Have you ever had someone do something for you that you will never forget? In the business world, I remember a banker who took a chance on us that no other banker would. And we'll we'll always be loyal to that bank because they were so nice to us when we needed them. Or a friend who dropped everything and attended to you in a time of need. Think of that feeling. Think of that loyalty. Think about the way you'll always feel about that person. That is how we need to regard God. With that same feeling. He did things for us we should be forever in debt for. He gave us creation. He gave us life. He gave us our kids. He gave us love. And he gave us forgiveness through his son. Let's take the heart shape. And I hope that heart's red. I'm colorblind and I put this together. Let's take the heart shape and let it be our reminder to always love God. And place it on item number three in your room. So if you can remember items number one, two, and three, and what you placed on those items, raise your hand. Very good. These are the three simple rules created by John Wesley, and they're outlined on page 104 of the Methodist Book of Discipline, which I'm sure Arthur reads daily, so you might want to review that again. But all of you who just long for that time with the Methodist Discipline book, page 104. Simple and easy to remember. Can you say rule number one out loud? What? How about rule number two? How about rule number three? You got it. This past month, another book was recommended to me from the Harvard Business Press. The book is called The Ultimate Question. It puts forth a business argument that there's promoters, detractors, and neutral people in the world. And I'll give you the example. If you move to a new town and you're looking for a dentist... And five new acquaintances say to you, yep, Dr. Smith is okay. And one new acquaintance says to you, Dr. Smith butchered my jaw. Are you likely to choose Dr. Smith for your dentist? I should have used Dr. Weiss, huh? (laughs) Neutral people will stay silent around detractors. A majority of promoters is needed to offset the power of even one detractor. The ultimate question posed in the book is, would you recommend us to a friend? This is a business proposition. Would you recommend us to a friend? As Greer Christians, we need to ask the question, would we recommend Christianity to a friend? Would we recommend Methodism To a friend, Methodism, three simple rules and you know them. Would we recommend this place, Memorial, to a friend? Are we promoters, detractors, or neutral? I want you to take this giant question mark and I'd like you to 
place the ultimate question on your item number four. Would you recommend us to a friend? My first ascension gift is to, is to uh, sh- demonstrate how God blessed you with memory, and I hope that I've done that. And this is something you can use. You may not remember words so well, but most of us can remember images or faces or pictures. So let's test it now. Close your eyes silently to yourself. Review the four items in your room and tell me if you can remember the three rules of the ultimate question by raising your hand. That's pretty good. I'd like the ushers to help me now with something. If you would, uh, I've got the, the, the last gift that I'd like to hand out to you for this Ascension Week. Uh, and I'd like to give it to you as a reminder of the three rules in the event that your memory doesn't hold up as long as you'd hope. And on this thing that we're giving out, there is on the back of it a closing prayer uh, that we will read together. And I hope that this gift will find its way into your Bible as a reminder of how simple it is to follow Jesus. We spend a lot of time agonizing over how hard it is to follow Jesus John Wesley taught us that it can be simple. Believe in Christ. Follow the three simple rules. Ask the ultimate question. Would you recommend believing in Christ and the three simple rules to a friend? Please join me in reading together a closing prayer found on the back of the bookmark. Read it together, please. Teach us today to do no harm, to do good, and assist us so that we may stay in loving relationship with you and our neighbor. Help us today to be answer to another's prayer so that we may be one of your signs of hope in the world you love. Amen. Let us worship God by giving. to all of the people with burdens and pains keeping you back from your life you blame that there's nothing and there is no one who can make it right there is hope for the helpless rest for the weary love for the broken and forgiveness, mercy and healing to meet you wherever you
conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
Go forth in peace to practice those three simple rules of Christian living. And may we be those who go into the world to proclaim that Christ is trustworthy, who can be trusted to lead us through the paths of life.
have a great week.